0: Into the Nexus is a production of AMove.tv. Bookmark AMove TV for other great video games and esports podcasts. Into the Nexus is sponsored by listeners like you via patreon.com/slash/itn. May a fresh new episode of Into the Nexus be with you, everyone. I'm Garrett Weinzerl, here as always with Kyle Ferguson. Kyle, are you prepared to do what we need to today? I am. I'm very prepared, actually. Are you ready to come to a realization that I did not warn you about, so I'm not even sure you came to the same realization that I have? Perhaps we have a very uh, ironically warm welcome to give to a newcomer. Everyone's stoked. Everyone's excited. Everyone's hyped. Myself among them. But what everyone has failed to realize, the reason that the next hero coming to the Nexus is so important for you and I is because we need to welcome a third Frost Bro. Oh, snap. I didn't think about that. Oh man. She's a tank. Yeah. She all the boxes are checked. All the boxes. I called it. I called it. I said tank. People didn't believe me. You, you totally called it. You absolutely called it uh if somehow I'm if somehow folks and we have heard this before there are folks that listen and we are like apparently the entire way some folks out there keep up on into the on, on heroes of the storm. And if that is the case you've been living under our heroes of the storm rock, or you just really like us to tell you the news so you've been waiting for us to do so the news is may is the next hero being added to heroes of the storm and she is indeed a tank. You were so right man you were so right. She's a tank, tank, tank. She's got it all. She's got unstoppable. She's got self shields. She's got percent-based healing for herself. She's got slows. She's got a blind. She's got a stun. She has a stasis if you want to have it. She has a multi-person haymaker if you want it. It's the whole kitchen sink. And it's the only way to make us a tank we're happy with, so they did it. (laughs) <laughs> they did it, Garrett. They they gave us what we didn't know we want. I mean, they gave us a t- they they gave us what we wanted in the form of a tank. I just really wasn't expecting May to be a tank, and also to feel so natural in the role. Uh, because yeah. when I heard it, when I heard when I read the headline, when I was on when I was going on the tweeter. Kyle, and, uh, and I see that May has been announced and that she's a tank. I think to myself, oh, this was, this must be so shoehorned. This feels like it was a reaction to public uh, or popular or, uh, just vocal opinion from the heroes community, tank bird, tank, blah, need a tank. We need more tanks. So let's shoehorn May to fit into, but no, no, that all just throw everything. I just said the frick out the window because uh, to me, uh, it works. The kit makes a lot of sense. May bringing the type of control to the battlefield that she does feels so right for a tank. She feels old school, man. And I mean it in a good way. She feels like classic heroes control and kit and abilities with still some really impressive things we haven't really seen in the game before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there, there are some things. Damage might be low, which is good. Everything I just mentioned is amazing. And lane clear might not be that great, which is perfect because we don't want her to have everything. But also, I think there's a bit of a, uh, you know, a perspective that people have this week. Let's call it that. Because May is not the dramatic thing of the week. People not getting the hero they thought they were. Is not the dramatic thing of the week. No, no, not at all. Um, it's it's an, it's another bit. We'll, we'll get to it. But there's a new anomaly on the horizon. Uh, in the clouds, there's a new anomaly in the atmosphere. Mm hmm. You know, Kyle, had we been the type to. Forethink our jokes a little more, we might do uh, a, a like a weather channel intro. Oh, yeah, could have been. Yeah, We have a flurry of news today. Uh, a front's coming in. It's difficult to see where the game can go. It's a little foggy at the moment. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well we should get mm-hmm. to the news lightning fast. We should, we should. Before we do so, we want to thank those of you supporting us over at patreon.com slash I-T-N. If you've never checked it out, that is the way to support Kyle and myself. This program that we call Into the Nexus, it can also get you additional programming kyle and myself talking anything but heroes of the storm on our other show Week sauce we are uh, a mere 20 dollars away from just keeping it around so go check that out you're also going to get access to discord and ad free feed signups for our patron games all kinds of lovely perks go check it out patreon.com itn and to our two most recent patrons thank you to john salcido and duplex 42 Thank you very much. Now, let's just get straight into it. This week's Heroes of the Storm news. We're on, boys! (laughs) Ha-ha! Let's liven up this place! Point me to the stage. Stay a while and listen. So, As we've mentioned, May is going to be hitting the game very, very soon. She's up on the PTR at this exact moment. I have played her. You have played her. I'm smitten. I really like May's kit. This is the most I've liked a new hero immediately, uh, I think, in like a year. I mean, it's a good kit. It is a mixture of Johanna and ETC, which is what we were asking for. It's not in that camp of the overwhelmingly oppressive, therefore absorbs things like the Garrosh or Malganus. It's definitely in the first category, which is perfect, fine. It's ranked as medium, and when you play this kit, you go, oh, ETCs easy. Now it makes sense because this is what you consider a medium tank. Yeah, It, it, it again, and I, I really want to highlight how much I think this doesn't feel shoehorned, even though it checks a lot of boxes uh, of concerns from the community tank-wise, and yet feels like May, looks like May, fits really well, I think. So, um, yeah, I uh, have are you in the positive column? Or are you going to be drafting May right out the gate? Probably not. Okay. Because she's going to take a lot of work. Mm. I think she's a really, really good tank. I absolutely think she's first pick material, but there's a combo here that is rather obvious. Once you start playing her, that's just going to take a lot of work to get good at because you can perform a power slide. It just takes two abilities. So it's a bit harder to do. So let's get into those abilities real quick because the first, the trait, is the Cryo Freeze. Engulf yourself in ice, gaining a rapidly decaying shield that absorbs 1,000, so that is a really good number. Uh, while active, you have Unstoppable and restore 35% of your max health. 40-second cooldown. So this is really neat. One, because there's counterplay available. If you lose the shield, you lose the Unstoppable. The Unstoppable is just so you don't get moved around and pushed around when otherwise you would be kind of camping out, getting some health back. The thing I love about this is that you can go deep, absorb a beaming uh, orb maybe for your team, hide inside a shield, regenerate a massive amount of health, and then still be able to bail on the other side. So I want to jump straight to icing. Slide quickly in target direction. When this effect ends, enemies near may are knocked back taking very low damage, but it has a slow of 80% rapidly decaying over 1.5. So you can, unlike Blaze, like a power slide, you can slide in across the front line, into the back line, bump the front line into your team, bump the back line back, depending on what you want to do. And while you're back there, waiting on that 14-second cooldown, you may jump inside a shield, and hide it out and absorb some poke that would otherwise hit your team. Or stand in another ability because I talented to make myself a machine gun level uh, attack speed while I'm standing inside of my W. You might do that as well. Blizzard, Command Snowball. This, I believe, is the Overwatch heroic for her, right? Like the big charge thing that she does. I don't remember the last time I played Overwatch, so I can't tell you that. (laughs) <laughs> dirty here's the storm players are we uh, command snowball to create a blizzard it's called blizzard you know there's bl- multiple blinks in the game but it's fine uh, the, the company's blizzard enemies within the blizzard take very low damage 13 damage and every .25 seconds are slowed by 7% stack up to 35% when the blizzard ends everyone inside is stunned for 1.25 seconds so you create an area that slowly slows climaxing in this stun and if you put it out and people try to walk outside of it, you can slide over and boop them back in. But you're basically creating a really, really fancy power slide. So that's why I think she's harder and why I would really want to spend some time with her before I go drafting her up. Yeah, she has combos, uh, which yeah. you know other tanks have had as well, but hers are very flashy and attached to noteworthy cooldowns because if you're trying to do what you just said uh, and you miss you're out two of your three basic abilities and they're both on 14 second cooldowns right and 70 mana each so you might be going oom um if you're missing this all the time but you have that cryo freeze to recover from that situation and there are talents that can help you get decreased cooldowns on icing should you want to go deep hide out for a little bit and then bail again like it's so important that this character is able to move through targets unlike Blaze. So you have a lot of control. I have a, uh, I, I, I need a I need like a, a sanity check. OK, is it weird that I am as hyped as I am uh, for how much mana maze abilities cost? <laughs> Interesting. How I am so? really stoked about a hero that doesn't that I'm really stoked about a new hero that actually has to worry about mana. It's been a while, man. Like this uh, may feel so old school. And I really I'm really excited about that. No, that's a good point. And she has to be old school to limit the amount of that huge list I listed earlier with the unstoppable blinds, you know, and all that sort of business going down the tank list. We haven't yet talked about Snowblind, which is her cue. You throw a snowball, and enemies hit take 70 damage, not a lot, slowed by 35%, and are blinded for 1.25. So you've got a pretty long range blind. You can use this to pre-apply the slow that you might use to trap people inside your blizzard. But I think ultimately, if you're not denying very particular space, like there's a world where you might be like, oh, we're outside your gate. Like we're messing, you know, we're pushing with the immortal. Here's a blizzard on the gate. Don't come out enemy melee or you'll get stunned some point during that. But otherwise, if you're making a big area open engage, you you might want to, if there's nothing to blind on the enemy side, throw the snowball to advance the slow up to 35% for blizzard and help blizzard land easier. Yeah. It's pretty easy to land this thing too. the impact area is sizable. Oh, it's fast. Yeah, it's Uh, really, and did you see the talent that turns off structures? Yes. uh, For three seconds. So that's a really interesting one. Uh, you know, I thought Sylvanas would have caused enough issues. Granted, Black Arrow's a lot longer. It's on an assassin. M- much who'd... longer, and you can hit multiple structures. Right. It, it has its other issues, but it's still surprising that they decided to put this on a kit. There is a bug on the PTR right now that there's no graphic associated with it. Apparently, it's going to have a similar one just to Syndragosa. It's going to be a frozen-looking building, so okay. that'll be updated come live. It's it's really interesting though because with our current forts and keeps and the aggro which is going to be kept you can turn off that aggro and when it unfreezes from slush ball the level four talent it'll forget about its previous aggro so you could go in there make a mess of things make it real mad freeze it and then escape and or you know, continue to piss off things, <laughs> whatever you want to do during that time, it won't be still mad at you on the other side. Ooh, very interesting. They're also we're, we have, it's it's going to be a bit to get through May, but they're changing up the call of the help anomaly one more time. So the whole ability to be able to turn off structures almost seems well, it seems less necessary than it was before. Um, but I'm still excited about it. It's just cool that there's another hero that can interact with with structure shots. Um, and, I mean, this one seems the most, I, I don't want to say balanced, but, like, the most nonchalant. Like, three seconds compared to what Sindrakosid uh, can do or what Sylvanas can do is not a very... Right. It's, it's a little window. It's a little window. It's a little opportunity for... it. it, it, it I get excited about it because it's like this three-second... Potential for a play. There is. Oh, and uh, chat points out Gazlow can do this as well. Uh, haven't seen him in a while, but you're absolutely right. There, there is a place at level 16 where you can get fresh powder that allows you to get additional charge of Snowblind. You can decrease the cooldown at level one if you want. So there is maybe a machine gunny like Max. We're talking like six seconds where you could be turning off buildings. And this does compete with some of your survivability, but not not too heavily. You may take this as tank. There is a world where there's like a frustrating, weird, I'm going to say off tank may. I personally think her damage is not incredible. You may hit like, you might hit like maybe... Leoric or Urel levels if we're talking like you're not you know if they're not particular in their in their anti comps there with like Leoric but the damage isn't going to be huge we're talking like 45 at the end of the match 45,000 I don't think you can afford to put her in the off lane her lane clear is going to be so bad that doesn't mean you can't just like sit in it you know if you had a rotator if you had a Genji coming around or a Medivh or something that could make some picks she will survive. She just won't outpush anybody. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised by her lane clear. Like Blizzard is expensive. It's on a fourteen second cooldown. It doesn't do a ton of damage, but it did help me keep up. Yeah, and, and it, it denies it. that space for people to come in and mess with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I was expecting her wave clear to be a lot worse. So it's it's probably my own personal bias because I kind of look, was looking at her damage numbers, being like, "Ooh, this is not a this is not a lane hero." But um, she's fine. She if she if she has to, she can. But yeah, yeah she's, she's got like a Mephisto like talent at one that can help you lane clear a bit with multiple hits on Blizzard. Yeah, it's not awful. Yeah, and then you know once you start scaling and getting a little more damage and whatnot on your abilities, it becomes a lot more manageable. Uh, but again, you are using blizzard to do that which is a pretty key part of her kit definitely definitely and uh, icing and and snowball aren't really going to help you out there either so you can keep icing for escapes either through teams now of course icing your slide here isn't unstoppable so things like malfurion roots might be a good anti just like for diablo Uh, anything that is going to interrupt you is going to stop the pop that happens at the end So at any point during the slide, you can hit the button. So let's say you want to ETC's barreling. He's looking like he wants to come at your team. So you can do a little mini slide. I think it's a 0.3 seconds. You have to be in it kind of butcher style, but you can be like zoom and then give him a little pushback and say, no, not right now, ETC, I'm busy. Or you can slide through him and choose when to pop it back there. But if you get stunned, if you get controlled during that slide, there is no Pop back, no no mini face melt, and no 80% slow decaying over 1.5 seconds. Yeah, it's uh, this opportunity for counterplay. It's They've thought pretty, it through. It's a pretty long slide. If she was unstoppable during that, I think it'd be a little little ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's lengthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we haven't talked about heroics. First up is Avalanche after a second roll a massive snowball that consumes enemy heroes in its path at the end of the path the snowball crumbles releasing the consumed heroes dealing decent damage and stunning for 0.5 per hero consumed so if you catch one hero haymaker style and this does go through buildings by the way it's slightly dependent on where you place your mouse when terrain is involved, which is kind of weird. So let's say I want to snowball you to the point of hitting the trees on Garden Terror. Yeah. I would put my mouse in front of the trees. But if I want you to go through the trees, I put my mouse on the other side of the trees. Otherwise, it does kind of go a set distance before it's controllable. Uh, it's an odd feature and doesn't it doesn't mention it in there. But of course, if that's one hero that I'm haymakering through my wall into the fort range and all that cool stuff. They will be stunned for 1.5 seconds and now be in that new haymaker like location. If I catch three heroes like a big old mighty gust and they roll all together, that'll be 1.5 seconds done at that new distant place. Okay, I, I'm I'm gonna ask for some technicals here because I did not realize any of this. Are you saying that you can choose whether or not it will interact? Like it'll have a collision depending on where your mouse cursor is when you cast the avalanche. It doesn't have collision. It goes through terrain, but it seems like the last third of this rather long haymaker sized push or mighty gust size uh-huh. push. If you place your mouse in front of the train or behind the terrain, it'll help it decide which side they're deposited on. Okay. So if like terrain is within the final third of its travel path, in your testing your curses location seem to push it in one direction or the other. Correct. That is wild. Yeah. Also kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool, but also kind of wild. Is there a, a indicator on if if you're not using quick casting of like the final third? No, no, there's nothing like that. Wonder if that's intentional then. It it might not be, but either way they had to account for terrain and it's nice that there's some control on it because if otherwise we'd do the haymaker thing and go through terrain and you might like run in front of them, but then like back up two steps and be like, wait a minute, wait, which distance? Cause I don't want you to go that far. Just a little bit far. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. So this one's really exciting because it's, it it is the haymaker, uh, isolation, cool, heroic, that does some damage and gets a good stun and certainly will be, much like Black Hole, the one we're all excited about. And we'll, in, in and and at 65 seconds, it'll basically be ready for every team fight. Right, and you can get that down to 40 seconds with the level 20. So yeah. it's it's the solid one that everyone will use when they're solo playing. But when we think about coordinated play, when we think about combos, Ice Wall sitting there after 0.75 second delay create an impassable wall that traps enemy heroes inside of it. Uh, this is a stasis, so it catches Unstoppables as well. Uh, by the way, Unstoppable does um, help you avoid the snowball because it's just to pick you up snowball, but Ice Wall. But not Ice Stoppables, Wall. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so if you're caught in the, uh, it's the... the, So it's impassable if you weren't caught in it, but if you're caught in right. it, you're just caught in it. You're in stasis. You can't be damaged. Uh, it's, right. Friendly characters are just kind of like pushed to the side. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um... And so it's a two and a half second duration for any of the heroes that are actually caught in the wall mm-hmm. Which feels like a long time by heroes. It's of the Storm standards. Yeah. And then uh, when it expires, there's a massive slow at the end of this 75%, but it is a decaying slow over the course of three seconds. So it starts extremely oppressive and rapidly falls off. Right. But like all of our other stasis Apoch still acknowledges the character so if you did Diablo make combo again like there's a lane clear problem there that you'd have to address but you could set up with that you could set up with Zarya you could set up with Gazlo yeah it's a straight line too so I'm really I, the cute idea I'm I'm excited about the most is that this traps people in a straight line and if Reign of Vengeance Vala vaults sideways and is like on that or Falstad you know barrel rolls himself over and hinterland blast the straight line imperious lines up a queue. It could get really, really nasty. Yeah. It's a combo enabler for sure. And you can, you can draw it right. Like you can direct it. Yeah, It can, yeah. you know, be on a diagonal straight, like straight vertical, straight horizontal. It's uh, th- there's a lot of potential with this. Um, and can we just take two seconds uh, to to not be like nitty gritty talent or performance nerds here, and just talk about how good the graphics are, like the effects kit on May. Can can we can we put some of this yeah. over on Arthas, please? This frost, this I, these ice effects look amazing. The snow for Avalanche as this giant snowball grows is gorgeous, and ice wall is just it's wild looking. They're very very nice abilities. I agree. Ice ball on a 90 second cooldown, by the way. So it it's going to be a big heroic to line up a lot of big stuff. And I expect it'll be much more popular in coordinated, but yeah, it is directional. Yeah, I agree. Um, there's one talent I want to make sure we highlight before we go on. I think you were kind of alluding to it when you were talking about a lot of the uh, like snowball or sorry, uh, with the slush ball, talents aren't really competing with your survivability like the most obvious talent here like it, i'm looking at everything here and i'm just like oh this is the one that everyone's going to pick no matter what is backup battery at seven this is your well, activatable backup, yeah. self-healing that removes roots and slows also you can get the cooldown down on it uh, every time you pick up a regeneration globe maximum health. This is a level 16 burden talent, basically that everyone was taking before they learned to just hang out for four seconds and get your health back another way. But she has that on top of her trait, which is also on top of accumulation, which can give you a 20% increased healing and 10 armor at level 16. There is a lot of ways to really take care of yourself. And I'm excited about that because it means we can get other healers in there. A lot of our, hero, our healers are really burdened by taking care of the tank as well as the rest of the team. So it has to be very busy. Ariel might be able to work well with her because she can really focus on her carry. And make and go do that backline orb absorption stuff I was talking about. Completely take care of herself. And hey, you might even do like an ice wall on the backline and then Ariel can whip the tank into the wall because it counts as terrain. Oh, that's fancy. Yeah, this is a little fancy. It's in a little so, fancy. It's so fancy on me, Kyle. Can, can, I, can I continue this heartbreak you were experiencing with Arthas for a quick moment, though? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's most of my history with the loving of the hero in this game specifically. I think Arthas is a decent bruiser. I love Sindragosa right now. Uh, he is just not a main tank at the moment. It is rough out there for the guy. Very particular comps that can work out, but ever since Greymane figured out Cursed Bullet is an option, poor, poor Arthas in that regard. May brings so much slow that I think she's just going to take over as the go-to executioner hero I, with our I rainers. agree. I think Arthas is now seeing May. I think I, Arthas is like ripe for a rework, like a sizable one. Um, but I'm also not bummed about it as the Arthas fanboy that I am because May's kit that would make no sense on Arthas. You want to see Arthas skating around that wouldn't, it would totally break his entire flavor and character. Right. There is some, you know, there's definitely some power creep here in least, because you have to talent into the aura eventually rooting, and this is a slow that eventually becomes a stun. But Arthas also has really good damage in that solo lane and can have that throughput, particularly with the Q build. I don't mind him in the solo lane right now at all. Uh, and may may not be able to match that without a frequent visitor. Very Fair but get ready for more Orphea because Orphea has got a really nice executioner talent at level one or, you know, style talent. And I think that that's going to be quite the combo. Orphea's doing great right now. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, she's been doing great for a while now. Um, really just fits. So, um, I mean, we're going to be talking about May for weeks. Uh, anything else you want to talk about before we move on? I have here in the note, in the show notes for the episode two builds, a offlane build and a main tank build that you may want to take a look at if you're going to be picking her day one. Otherwise, we'll discover this as we go. So let's move on. Wonderful. Wonderful. Let's uh, m- real quick talk about the uh, call to help update. Um, basically, it's getting changed one more time. Uh as far as towers are concerned, the armor debuff is being removed entirely as well as the aggro system. It's being reverted. The towers are no longer going to prioritize heroes who attack other heroes in their range. Uh, Nothing is changing for forts keeps in the core. They're keeping the armor debuff. They're keeping the call for help aggro, you know, retargeting. This feels very natural. I know we said in our imagination episode on it that once you take away one factor from one building and don't have it on another, it's going to get messy. The forts are imposing enough that your brain can say this zone is important. And I really like how much it's opened up the solo lane again, because that tower aggro just made that space so small with those two circles. Now that push is available to do and we don't have to worry about your sonia you know splashing through the wall or anything like that happening yeah let i was pretty happy with it before but i'm not going to complain because Soul lane is where i pay the bills and here's the storm so my life just got a lot more straightforward yeah, my knowledge from years of playing this game uh stays Right. So it it reinforces that need with the passive XP, with the trickle, with the catapults for us when we're in fort range. Let's get the damn fort done. Like, yeah. well, let's not fart it's, around. It's the push and pull of, of uh, easy to understand versus feel. Does it feel right? Because really it should feel more dangerous when you move past the wall. Right. You are like in yeah. the, the fort or the keeps territory you are in the enemy's territory I mean really you should A lay it in. In. exactly exactly so to me it makes sense it clicks for me immediately okay I can totally understand towers not gonna totally destroy me unless there's nothing else for right to target but once I'm past the towers proceed with caution feels good feels feels good indeed let's talk about other feels though Because there's a new anomaly, there's a storm brewing Kyle, all of your your weather puns, put them here. The new Nexus Anomaly is called Climate Phenomena, Uh, and the way they explain this is that each battleground is going to have a specific type of weather event that will occur periodically. That is the most loaded periodically I've ever read. Uh, Each weather event lasts for a few minutes at a time before clearing up. This cycle will repeat periodically until the game ends. While these weather events are active, heroes can gain a unique buff based on the type of active weather. These buffs are as follows. Rainstorms. They're going to, I'm going to say periodically so many times, periodically strike all heroes with lightning, which is going to give increased movement speed and grant a lightning shield that damages nearby enemies. Hello, Rhaegar. The movement speed buff is 25%, the damage from the shield is 64 damage per second, and the buff after the lightning strikes lasts for a duration of 8 seconds. So for 8 second window, you're moving 25% faster and just doing AoE damage every second. Mm-hmm. Snow flurries are another type of weather. Uh, Heroes are going to accumulate a small shield over time while out of combat. The shield starts at 28 and slowly accumulates to 224. The shield lasts until it's destroyed or until the snow stops falling. There's also foggy mists. I've just been calling it fog. Uh, This allows heroes to gain stealth after standing in shrubs, bushes for a few seconds. Um, You have to stand in... The shrub for one and a half seconds. Then you're going to gain stealth, and the stealth lasts forty seconds or until attacking, taking damage, using an ability, or until the fog weather dissipates. What? And then finally, uh, rainstorms. Wait, no, we, we oh, wait, did I already mentioned. But then then we go so into sorry. the maps. Yeah, no, no, no. so those oh, are the three, wrong. and then yes. those three are are. Spread between different battlegrounds, but they're never gonna change. So like Garden of Terror has rainstorms, it's always going to have rainstorms, it will never get snow flurries or foggy mists for now. Who knows if it changes in the future? Um so Kyle. Yes. Uh this is like the only thing the hero subreddit wants to talk about. mm mm-hmm. And uh you know how what we thirty minutes into the show? You know how, how positive I just felt about everything about May May related. How kind of over the moon I am with that hero. Uh-huh. I'm getting a I'm getting a feeling. Okay, if you can imagine the opposite of that, that's my yeah. feeling about this anomaly. Okay. This, I, I I'm, I'm going to use some strong words. Uh, I mm. hate everything Ooh. about this. Oh, oh my! I couldn't be less interested in this anomaly. Ooh. I want it nowhere near this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I'm 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 here with answers. I did a lot of research into this this week, so I'm, 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 probably, glad, I'm, I'm glad you did because this doesn't give us enough information. No, no, th- this is this is a bad presentation. Uh, we knew there was a there was a May video and there was a Nexamania video, and there may be a weather video that'll make this all clear come Tuesday. We needed that information to understand this. It is. Very nebulous to say periodically. It is very scary because people aren't going to check out the PTR. So everyone reacted before they tried it. And there is no reason people shouldn't feel, and I'm going to use a strong word now, betrayed after our previous anomalies. Our previous anomalies were about education. They're about XP. They're about clarity. They're about feeling good during defense. There's nothing wrong with anybody out there being like, whoa, 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 you pulled the switcheroo blizzard. Anomaly brings a variety of fun weather effects. Are you insane fun in a video game? How could you choices for enjoyment? Surely not. <laughs> uh, fair. I, I, I don't feel betrayed. I, I will say this feels out of left field. And you're not wrong there. This is a shakeup. This is a purposeful shakeup. And it's very, very controllable. When you have the game information, you want you want that skill floor, right? You're a little higher, right? You know? Not it's like this. it's a game. Oh the, oh, the skill ceiling. What if that? Oh, what if that was what if, what if we made a, a, a loft instead of a one story apartment, you know? Like, ooh. Doesn't that feel hipster and cool? But what if you're loft became a studio randomly for eight seconds (laughs) and they were loud and they played music in the middle of the night. Yes. No, I, I, understand this is not good information. So let me share with you some better information, but I want to start with foggy mists. Okay. I want to do this in a tiered system. Okay. So every single weather effect has a set duration of about, and I don't know the times for sure, but it seems on general, it's about 2 minutes 20 seconds, but can be anywhere from 2 minutes to 2 minutes 30. Then there is a 2 minute 2 minute 30 break in the weather. And then it starts again. So when the repeats weather, until so, the end of the game. So if, so if I'm stealth, because I could be stealth for 40 seconds, which sure. scares the hell out of me. Certain heroes being able to be stealth for that long. Um, if, if I'm stealth and the weather effect ends, I automatically come out of stealth is my understanding. Right. Is there any indication because I played, uh, uh, towers of doom on the PTR? Uh, I didn't see it. Is there any indication of the weather about to end? No, but, kay. but so, so this is gonna, this is gonna last up to, again, my understanding on all maps. Two minutes, 30 seconds. The game starts at negative 34. So around the two-minute mark, you need to watch your back because you are going to possibly drop out of stealth, lose your shield, lose your lightning buff very suddenly. Yeah. But, no, 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 well, hang on. For a whole minute, 50 seconds there, you should be enjoying stealth. You should be taking advantage of it. And then when that starts to happen, I, I, is there anything else in the game you can imagine based on time that starts to happen that you have a feeling for that? Maybe you shouldn't die. Maybe you shouldn't drink your well. Maybe the merc camps objectives. There are things in this game that people don't look at the timer for anyway. But you should have a feeling that that particular event is about to happen. I I look at Merc timings all the time. Because you're a good boy. Constantly. You're a good person. (laughs) And uh, most of the objectives make themselves abundantly clear before it's time to care about them. Right. So that is perhaps an error here. They have not included any sort of timer. There is a feeling you can take advantage of. There's a window of opportunity that you can use this weather effect. So, foggy masks. Uh, The stealth is general stealth, so if you stop moving, you will go into unreveal. and go, whoa, with the little, you know, crystal business, letting you know that you are full stealth. If you move around, you'll have a silhouette. Right. If you attack, cast an ability, you will break that stealth, and then getting in a bush again will fix that. And waiting in said bush for one and a half seconds, uh, which I will say feels long. Um, again, in a game yeah. of Heroes of the Storm, and, and needing to keep things up like lane presence, especially with XP orbs. Which, if I have, you know, if I'm trying to find places to be like, oh, there's been a lot of thought put into this, that's the kind of thing I think of. Like, it's interesting. This, that's kind of interesting. You got to go to a bush? Cool. Well, also, we've got XP orbs now. You can't just like range soak like we used to. So, there's yeah. that to worry about. Um, Brain-soaking does not work at all while stealthed, so you have to physically stand on top of the XP orbs in order to collect them while stealthed. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of interesting interactions with anyone being able to get stealth and the way that XP orbs changed how we gather XP in this game. Um, but, yeah, dude, I just, ah, I'm trying, I'm trying. I, oh, I don't like this at all. Okay. There is a world on this foggy mist where coordinated play says, Well, why would I do any fight without any sort of advantage? I don't have a level advantage. They're not a number down. Let's just five man split soak everybody stay stealth and never interact. I'm not sure how to refute that. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why would you make any attempt at a fight or a gank without? the one of these these buffs up although i mean it's all relative at a certain point right like foggy mist or not because the other side is going to have access to the exact same that is huge that is really important to always mention is that this weather will be active for both sides at the same time so there is no the randomness is greatly decreased when people said rng it that's not true There's are windows of opportunity here? And if you are a good player, if you look for things to take advantage of in this game, why would you ignore an advantage that you can take advantage of? And this is gonna become more apparent with some of the other maps. Hmm. Now, of course, I'm 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 countering. Yeah, I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm sharing the information I've gathered. Yeah. I, yeah. it's just for me, I'm this undecided. is like, Sorry, what was that? I'm undecided. I, You're undecided. Gotcha. I think shaking up things is fun. I think that it could have some really interesting effects on who we want to take on particular maps. I think that this could be a learning tool. It, Blizzard might look at their stealth characters right now outside of Zeratul and Sammy and say, these characters are un- underperforming kit-wise, and we can't buff their kits because stealth is a huge part of their power pie. What if we took Foggy Miss as an opportunity to teach all players how to use their eyeballs and how stealth works. Everybody learns how stealth works. And so everybody can counter stealth play in the future. I, uh, admire your optimism. It's a noble goal. I know it is. It is a noble goal. I think that is a a pretty wide stretch, uh, in, in hopes if in, 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 this is, this is assumed, right? This is a, a, a potential possibility. Yeah. This is not something that, that, that the devs have come out and said that they are hoping to, to get out of this. Um I just, we've recently been talking about the burden of so many battlegrounds in this game. Mm-hmm. And, and thanks to, to Jay, how, uh, I have been reinvigorated by my desire for there to be even fewer maps in rotation, and that map rotation to be the same across unranked and quick match. Um, this goes so far in the other direction of like, uh, hey, we're just still gonna have to know all of these things, all of these timings and and intricacies of these unique battlegrounds, which is. Part of what I like about Heroes of the Storm, I just wish it was pared down a little bit more for seasons. Um, And also now, hey, uh, here's these wacky, which is the word I can't get out of my mind, uh, effects that just pop up and throw a lot of your game knowledge just out the window. With XP Orbs and with Call to Help, uh, I've spent the last year of Heroes of the Storm um defending the anomalies because we'd go on the subreddit and everyone would be crying. But my pre-existing game knowledge and and I recoiled from a lot of that saying open yourself up to learning a little bit. Because these are those both of those were very focused compartmentalize changes to the game they could wrap your head around affected everything equally <laughs> this i am 100 percent with everyone who's setting reddit on fire and saying about my game knowledge because i just like i don't want to play brawl i feel like i'm a smash brothers player who wants to who never wants to play with items and uh, nintendo came in and said screw you they're on all the time by default sorry You're not wrong, and I agree with your sentiment. I understand why you feel that way. But these effects are only on Tomb of the Spider Queen, Battlefield of Eternity, Hanamura Temple, and Towers of Doom. I also remember that we were recently lamenting the lack of diversity in the solo lane, maybe, that it's become a bruiser, rock, paper, scissors, which is healthy, but it's not a map pick situation. And we also don't have a lot of map particular picks. We have Nazebo and Ragnaros in the mid leagues, you know, doing Soken and doing Braxis things, which I don't think is, it's not a good win rate for Ragnaros in the first place, but you know, it feels good mid leagues. For the most part, there are a lot of one trick mains who just pick the same hero regardless of map. And we make the same comps regardless of map or try to. This sort of thing could empower... Like, uh, stealths being available empowers Taronda, Tassadar, Lunara, Murky, Rhaegar, Karazim, uh, Mephisto, Brightwing, Hanzo, Chogal, all who have stealth reveals. They might be more likely to be picked now on those particular maps. Now, we have this in the ante as well, because if everyone's stealth, and I know rainers, and they're not good at hitting their penetrating rounds, they're not able to right-click the enemy. They can't knock someone off their mount while they're rotating they can't be a part of this new game Sammy during this cloak business if he wants to make ganks has to go bladestorm because that's the only way Samuro can knock people out of stealth but you got other heroes that benefit from this like you know Uther Alarak, Mayev, Kerrigan characters who are very bursty melee and can get sweet picks from in stealth. I mean, what about, what about Diablo? And that's, that's a great question. I think he's a great example of this. Diablo can't right-click the enemy. Oh, Diablo sucks. But he has flame stomp. Oh, Diablo might reveal. A stealth Diablo that's taking advantage of a 1.5 second break in a bush then is using the game map and using it within the time frame he is given is able to make a stealth engage and destroy somebody who isn't using the stealth buff. So I agree that the, and even their text said, it said, this is for fun, but if we embrace it, we can find new ways to carry, to have a greater impact during these windows of opportunity. And if we're doing two minutes, 30 seconds off, as I mentioned, or so two minutes, two minutes, 30 seconds on or so off, you know, you know what I mean? If it's varying back and forth, it is missing the first objective. So this is empowering the time between objectives. I mean, of course, we could all delay and no one goes on the Sky Temple thing. So nothing happens. But th- this is jazzing up the early game. And that might be bad, too. Because if we jazz it up, then people never stop fighting because they're too busy being jazzy and they don't soak. So anybody who always yells, just soak, just soak. like this is Most of these are not a buff to soaking. They're a buff to fun. And fun means people won't stop team fighting. So I am undecided. I think there are some cool ways to take advantage of this coming up. And I think there are some maybe oversights, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're they're just for fun. Or maybe they're extremely interesting. So uh, do you have any questions about Foggy Mist? I I didn't really prepare any questions because I am firmly convinced this will last two weeks. Okay. Like, I am firmly okay, well, convinced that this will just be this, 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 uh, this, this will be the shortest lived anomaly. What if it lasts a whole season? I'm going to be playing a lot of other games. Oh, so you would, you would leave. This is, this is turning the rest of Heroes of the Storm into Brawl, which is the mode I have played three times. I'm with you on, I haven't, I haven't played much Brawl at all. So I'm yeah. I'm with you on that feeling about Brawl, but I see I see opportunity on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. And I, I I'm trying like I'm not here to tell you that I don't think there's interesting conversations here to be had. Like your quick breakdown of Heroes of Excel with the foggy mists weather effect. I mean, that is fascinating. There are so many moving parts uh, as a as as a content creator, like is a gold mine, dude we could spend a- entire episodes on like small bundles of heroes and how they interact with these we would never run out of content i don't want to play it well maybe maybe i can convince you with the next one maybe i can let you know that snow flurries aren't so bad because it's just a shield And it works like uh, it works like Muradin. As long as you're not in combat for four seconds, you will start accumulating the shield. You can attack during it. Your shield will end when the weather ends, but it obeys the exact same rules as our foggy weather. Two minutes, 30 seconds or so. This is the one I am the least ruffled about. Cursed Hollow, Infernal Shrines, Volskaya Foundry and Alterac Pass. I thought it would rain on Cursed Hollow and Infernal Shrines. I don't know snowing but it's fine. They divided them in groups of 4. Yeah. So, so but it, like that doesn't interest you? The idea that armor with shields becomes very valuable and very interesting. I mean, if you the, it, the, go for it the thing is is like I don't know, this the I don't know where the line is, but they have clearly gone way past it. Whatever it was, I was pretty on board with all the anomalies. I thought XP orbs went too far at the beginning. They ran it back in. Uh, the last anomaly, Call for Help, I really liked it from the get go. Um, but this one, it, it, just, it just goes too far. And so I'm like, I, I don't think anything you're saying is disinteresting. I am just so deeply disinterested in this concept as a whole that it I really shut down. Um, and I think, and I think, mm. I'm experiencing what a lot of uh, the community, the vocal community, is experiencing, uh, in that like I'm, I'm really recoiling from this. I got you. It feels like I mean, it, like runes all over again, which didn't even make it to the game. Yeah, uh, people I mean, dumped on it so hard. We we are dumping on it, like runes, I think that's a very, very different example, but like runes, we are dumping on it harder as a community to see if we can get it to go away. But arguing with your flat tire isn't going to make it better. Yeah, yeah, and I'm doing a very poor job, um, I don't know, explaining why. I feel, to me, like I, 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 just, I just can't accept that this is going to Storm Lake. Like, I just can't. Well, what's something fun? Like uh, my brain, I agree with you. It goes to negative things like flat tires, taxes, like someone walks in the room and you're like, yo, 50 bucks. I'm like, from what? Well, what? The, for, for fun, it, I go no, to, my, I go my to things that are, that are non-competitive. I go to Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart. But I play that game for entirely different reasons than I play Heroes of the Storm. What I'm asking instead is that when you accept a flat tire, you can deal with it. So is there a way in your brain you can accept this re- weather as a reality and therefore embrace it and think about the possibilities? Uh, I will have to stop trying to win. My brain goes, if I'm going to play this, it is it is now just a wacky mode. I, I no longer am interested in me personally. There are things to learn. I'm not interested in learning them. All right. Well, like I'm just going to play meme characters from now on. <laughs> what? D- Maybe. But what we're getting there, I'm working I'm working with you, all right? What if you love Uther, which we do. We love Uther. Uther's, Uther's fun, who, right? Who doesn't love Uther, Uther? Who does? Who doesn't love Uther? People who right? don't like pianos, I guess. Pianos? You get a lot of buttons if you spec certain things. Oh. Notes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. What if there wasn't an anomaly that gave everybody, let's say passive shields, increase their overall health, and armor was really, really good with shielding, let's say. Let's say in that environment, solo healer Uther might be a possibility because everyone has passive shields, therefore Uther is overall more effective perhaps than another healer. What if you... What if you love Varian? What if you're like a Varian main, you know all the builds, you love everything about him, but Shattering Throw that destroyed shields, deals bonus damage to shields, suddenly became it. You're a Misha man. You're getting twice as many shields as other people. What is wrong with you? Misha has shields, Rhaegar, Re- Rexar has shields. You are literally doubly benefiting from this. <laughs> Yes, I also I should be the sad one. I was also detrimentally affected majorly by call to help, and I loved it. <laughs> I should be the sad one because shields mean percent based damage is lower and my poor Leoric isn't as good on these maps now, if we're considering that to be a fact. Yeah. It just. um, Again, I, I am I'm useless here, Kyle. I'm useless for you. I think you should give your presentation because my only response is that's nice. I hate this. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's fair. Let me, uh, then I will continue my presentation, but sadly we're entering really, really tough territory here. And this'll be the rainstorms and the rainstorms are available on garden of terror, sky temple, warhead junction, Braxis holdout in ranked rotation and in quick match and unranked. You'll see them. Wait, hang on. I did that wrong. Garden of Terror. They did, they did it wrong. They they put it in the wrong order. Okay, Garden of Terror, Sky Temple, Braxis Holdout, and Dragonshire. Ranked rotation. Unranked and quick match Or that Warhead Junction in Blackhearts Bay. Rainstorms. <laughs> this is the one that's most likely to be thrown out the window in my opinion. It is suddenly speeding up. Same window. Two minutes, 30 seconds, but periodically throughout that window you'll be struck by lightning. These are predictable times because the very first lightning strike always happens at 24 seconds or so. The second lightning strike always happens, this is game time, by the way, at about 50 seconds or so. And the third lightning goes at about a minute 18 or so. And there may or may not be a fourth lightning strike if the storm lasts long enough. (laughs) So by memorizing the timings of the timings, Garrett, you can take advantage of uh, storms. No. Okay. (laughs) No, no, no. Why? No. (laughs) Okay. There's one. There's only Uh, one. So I'm, I'm actually mildly interested in the 25% movement speed increase. That makes me go, oh, uh, wacky, but fast and we've already dealt with the movement speed increase in the past. So why not just crank it up a little bit further and let's see where that goes. It's, it's everything, it's, it's everything else. It's the, the move. it's the lightning shield with like everyone suddenly getting AOE damage. And I'm just like, I don't, it's too much. It's. Well, here, uh, you know, in a, in a perfect world with perfect gamers, with perfect skills, <laughs> 24 seconds is exactly when Both the lanes have met together and started battling. If you were to clear the lane fast and rotate, you wouldn't have to mount up. You can rotate faster than your enemy using game knowledge. Have you seriously, did, did you spend this morning with your coffee crafting pros targeted directly at me? Not necessarily, because <laughs> I know that's horribly wrong, because I know what will actually happen, because people are going to receive movement speed buffs and lightning shields and go, "We're let's fight, 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 and not just take advantage of a quick rotate that might be possible without that amount. Just heroes of the storm bumper cars. Yeah, that they're yeah. just going to they're going to party in the middle yeah. for t- three full lanes instead of two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, man, I really do think that for me, like the big disconnect here is draft. Like I, and this is me admitting, I don't want to learn this much for draft. I don't, I really don't. I don't want to have to understand how each and every hero applies to each and every battleground and each and every weather effect on each and every battleground in a draft environment and how they, and what synergies that, that, that comes up with, um, in something like Quick Match where I kind of give myself to madness already because it's complete random happenstance if I actually get a comp at all. Uh this doesn't bother me as much. But you get two lightning shields, Garrett, on your main <laughs> <laughs> Misha and Rexar are both the have you ever felt I wish Rexar could go faster? I wish Misha had all. Oh, lightning I, I absolutely wish Rexar could go faster, but I guarantee you right now, I'm going to die so many more times on Rexart with this because I'm going to like, ooh, if I can get Misha and Rexar close to them, I'm doing damage thanks to this lightning shield and I'm ganked and dead because 25% movement speed. There's also a whole nother equation. I know, my, I I really... know myself, man. I, at no point did I say any of these negative connotations. My my pushback from this at any point was, was, was me... Uh saying, I'm a perfect player and I still don't like this. No, I know myself. I'm not going to be able to control myself. I'm going to throw myself into death so many times because of these, these anomalies. And there's a great example of this with Johanna because Johanna, 25% movement speed, condemn lightning shield, well, you grab everybody and they all take a bunch of damage. But it's actually a negative because everybody's moving 25% faster. And the four people you grab will have lightning shields on them so you're taking four times the damage that you're dealing to them and you die Mm. but what about Medivh, what about D.Va what about Zarya, what about Uther what about Tyrael, like all these heroes that don't see any place suddenly might have a very real place on reducing these eight second windows of damage (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Derivo in the chat room just wrote, "Rexar may be able to take camps at a reasonable speed with shields. Okay. There you go. If you if you know the timing and you're like, but oh, snap, like but 18, one minute, 18 seconds. I know there's going to be a lightning storm. If you're listening to game sounds too, it goes koo, 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 and then comes down. So you might be able to like, listen for it. hear the lightning, the thunder rolling, then the lightning strikes. That's opposite of how it goes. But you know, uh, this feels good in fantasy. And then you take the camp in eight seconds, right? Probably would go faster on the other heroes that I also like playing that can already take mercamps at a good speed, but yeah. I I I, I got I got more. I got tons I got tons of examples, but I won't burden you with them. I, I really would like to thank you uh for putting this together. I also have a feeling since you have images that you might also have a video coming. There, there will be a video going there will be up. Yes, video so coming. Okay. Um because Otherwise, who would have just been me being like, this is terrible. Let's move on because it's not going to stay in the game. <laughs> there is a nightmare scenario I would like to inform you of. Uh, what? Genji. Uh, oh, oh, dude, I'm already thinking about that. You already mentioned one of the nightmare scenarios with uh, the stealth, which is Kerrigan. I love it. you put it in the pro column. I'm like, do you really want to live in a world? Do you kind of want to live in a world with 40 second stealth Kerrigan's? I'm not sure I want to live in a world where these are lightning shields that deal damage. It says per second, but it's every half second. So a whole team with lightning shields spinning around them, and Genji jumps in the middle of it and deflects, and just yeah, and just just intentionally stands stands in range of as many bodies as he can. He could. That yeah. also means that every hero that wants to sit up on top of the enemy team is bad at it if they don't have something like deflect. Kyle, do, got, you, do you ever what? Let's have a. I just want to have a conversation, a real quick off off the cuff conversation with you. Okay, you are a paragon of composure. Sometimes, and I've been doing this with you a long time. I I don't know if you're just holding it together. If you truly are, truly are the paragon of positivity and composure that you are. What what does tilt you? Like what in a game makes you just go ah? Like you know. Chained stuns where you don't get to play the game? Is it extremely fast burst where you're just like, Oh damn, I just got 100 to zeroed really fast. Like what is it that, that makes you go, Rrr! which I've never actually heard you make that sound, but maybe your brain does it and you're, you're aware. Sure, of Sure. Um, I mean, first of all, I, I do have to share my secret nowadays with more content creation is that I get a little excited at the trolliness of being positive. It's this kind of a troll moment in there. Oh, oh like, no. But, de- oh, I get it, man. I get it. Everyone's hating this thing. And if I say I like it, like everyone's like, how could you? And then you defend your stance and it's perfectly natural. It seems, you know, like 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 today, this is, this, is, this has been an enjoyable conversation. I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm just sharing information. I have found it humorous. I, 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 I. I, I do fear a little bit in the back of my mind. That, uh, this may be the most negative I've been in a very long time. And and, and I hope I everybody Jeff laughed did, a little bit. You got a lot of people backing you up, man. I, I don't think you're taking it too far. I don't want that, though. I don't I don't feel my natural state is not agreement with with subreddits. That is not my natural state. Uh, to answer your question regarding Heroes of the Storm in particular, it's when people think it's easy to do wombo combos. That's my that, that's my tilt. That's the well. you just you just entomb and Jaina casts a blizzard. And it's like, all right, first of all, let's all be in range for it. We've never met each other before in Storm League. Let's all be perfectly in range. I was looking for something that happens to you. Not not a not a not a belief that tilts you. (laughs) That's something that happened. The chat says you should have pulled off X combo. and, And you're like, now, hang on. Jaina literally blizzarded the lane 10 seconds ago. So she's on cooldown. I don't know that. Uh, I am trying to make the best engage I can on the orc here, but no one's going to back me up or watching my character. Like, what do you want from me? I've got, I've got one more too. It's being told that uh, other builds are other people's builds. It's a build. It's a bit like it's, it's, it's a build. Oh, oh, so you're you're pulling off Liam's build. I'm like, it's the one URL build there is. I'm not pulling off anybody's build. I'm not stealing nothing. I'm, I'm just using what I got. I've never seen that. That is dumb. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard well apparently it's mostly due to not paradox posting them as X named build on his YouTube channel so we'll talk to him about it not, he's the one I gotta confront no, no no that's good for him he's crediting where he saw it it's true he saw it. the problem with here is a storm is there's not enough uh, uh, diversity in builds A game like hearthstone it does make sense to credit decks especially when they're particularly wild or or meta breaking because sure. where the hell did that come from and you want to give credit to where it was sorted out um but here's a, a bump up. boy that ooh, ooh. you're tilting me just mentioning it but yeah 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 so, so so there's my tilt uh can I share can I share more tilt with you uh sure okay you're not going to like this okay rainstorms and snow flurries mm-hmm. they're dependent on level what do you mean so the points per shield you have or the damage on your lightning shield goes up based on your level. So if you have a level lead, you also have a a rain shield. Yeah. I am, I am contorting my face audio listeners. Yeah, man. Cool. Thank you for making me hate it more. Now, my counterpoint would be that the enemy may not be taking advantage of their shield, like 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 Garrosh. Let's say Garrosh, this is a conversation I've had this week, Garrosh benefits from the lightning, you know, because he's going to move fast. And everyone's like, well, he, he everyone's moving faster, That's, Kyle. He's not yeah, going to get the, anybody. But 25% is relative, right? That doesn't scale. There's no, so in a way, I understand that. Continue. Right. Or is that it? Is that the end of your point? No, 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 I just had to regain my place. That's gotcha. right. Uh, so, you know, everyone, when Garrosh isn't moving faster, you still get caught by Garrosh. So what are you talking about anyway? So we're all moving the same speed, 25% faster, right? So yes. let's say that Garrosh, though, because he always does, because he's always about mounting and taking advantage of movement speed and being there in those positions, is going to take better use of his movement speed than you will just by nature of the character, he will be looking for these windows more than you do. So the enemy's level 19 and you're level 17, and you being the level 17, being awesome gamers, say, here it comes, listen for the lightning, we're gonna charge them, we're gonna get that level, that two level down fight, while they're technically more powerful in more ways than one, but we are awesome gamers and we're gonna take advantage of our game knowledge Charge them down, win that fight, win the game. So when I take Uther on Alterac Pass because I know armor's better under shields, doesn't matter if the enemy has a level lead. I've drafted and I'm using game knowledge to make more use of that weather than they are. Kinda sounds like uh you're hoping on a on a on a wombo combo there, Kyle. Just assuming <laughs> a lot of a lot of things are going to work out for you. <laughs> Yeah, you're not wrong, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> um, to the garage thing. I will, I will bring up like we had a very sizable movement speed increase at a quite a while ago now at this, at this point. um, And it took me forever to start landing Misha stuns again. Uh, to the point where like the, the change of the movement speed, when someone would start running directly backwards away from my Misha, it was so tilting when I would Misha charge and them just doing the simplest thing, as opposed to trying to juke or move on a diagonal, got them out of it. I eventually learned to just like sure. wait a little bit, let Misha get a tad bit more momentum and then go for it. And it's fine, but it took me probably like a good month to get like used to it, to get used to that regular movement speed again. And so I could see like Garrosh is uh, totally missing flubbing because of the muscle memory of what standard mount speed is. Yeah. But what about Kel'Thuzad after the movement speed change? He missed combos for weeks. Yeah. What if, what if,
1: what this if Kel'Thuzad's
0: so- just come and put their booty on you because they've got a lightning shield. No, what? Well, they might. They might, honestly. I mean, I saw saw Abathurs dig in so they could take advantage of sweet lightning shield action this week, you know. I can't wait to live in in Meme of the Storm. I really can't. What if this is all the most tactical, genius, well-thought-out thing in the world... And they said, Keltazad, you are too powerful on Braxus Holdout in the four-man lane. So we are adding a random lightning buff that causes movement speed issues for you. So you suck more on Braxis because your win rate's too high. Wouldn't it have been a million times easier to just balance Keltazod? What if all skill shot heroes on Braxis holdouts win rate? <laughs> Is the, the, the real problem—the the problem with my are building here a wombo about... combo of a counterpoint. <laughs> The the problem with my stealth education, with armor, shield knowledge, with movement speed usage, is that Blizzard here did a bad job informing us as to why. And the only answer we got was fun weather, because it's fun. And I'm trying to make more out of it, but that's it. These are supposed to be fun. And if it takes people away from the game, that's a shame. And we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm uh I, I'm I'm just I'm worried about this one. It's it's not what I expected from anomalies. And uh this this type of like I can kinda see where they're going, right? Like we're used to affixes in Diablo and mm-hmm. mythic dungeons and World of Warcraft. But nah, not like this. Not across the I mean all technically modes. The affects version of this would be random weather on we- random maps because you would load into the draft and it would be like cursed snowy hollow and it would make some snow and you'd be like, oh, snap, everyone. This isn't cursed hollow. This is snowy cursed hollow. You know, what? Ne- 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 never mind. All you had to do was uh, make me imagine the Raven Lord talking about getting out his umbrella. I'm on board for this. If we just get some extra battle, new V.O. Yeah, plans. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Brand Brown's beard in there. All right, lads and lasses. It's gonna be snowing on the map and whole damn map, just talking up a storm. I foresee a lot of quick match in my future, is is my final thought. Alright, lads and Lasses. The lightning's gonna strike at 24 seconds, and then it'll be randomized between 50 and 55 seconds next. <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the crud World of Warcraft players put up with. But yet again, like this is uh, yeah. Uh, all your points, while well, they've been the same point. <laughs> Are <laughs> I feel like my point is mostly just I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like to to completely to put away the presentation, to completely become me, just mmm. There are heroes I have selected out of this pool that excite me. I could hang out with low health Zuljin on a snow map and have a shield, thereby benefiting more from being at low health and being okay with it. I have selected heroes that I am excited to try out. This is for fun though. We have to picture it in that way, unless information comes out that this is extremely tactically chosen to target very particular heroes. And as the chat says here, if we want to bring down Kalthazad's win rate on Braxis, but not his win rate on uh, Foggy Mist Tombs of the Spider Queen, this would be that kind of targeted change. But um, let's wait and see what happens next week. Fair. Well, boy, yeah, this is just, uh, it just struck up real, this a real per- personal nerve with what I come to Heroes of the Storm for, uh, and it, it ain't this. We put up with a lot of random stuff, and I understand that adding random to the player base of randomness might be a bridge too far. I, 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 I do take issue with how much random has been thrown around, because I don't think this is random, because it's symmetrical unless you're you have a level deficit um but it's still somewhat portions of it are still symmetrical i i, I i've seen random turn around too much um but absolutely. absolutely like i get it i get what they're going for here i really do and coming in with may makes a lot of sense like it's good theming but yeah i just like so so disinterested on the bright side, my one of, one of my all-time favorite in-game events is getting a sequel. Nexamania 2. There you 2. go. Nexomania yeah. 2. Nexomania is coming back. Dude, I loved, loved, loved Nexamania. Rexar has not left the Chihuahua mount since it hit the game. I have never changed Rexar mount. Yeah, Ooh. which, by the way, it's, pro- it's probably way too late if it doesn't already exist. Could I please get a Rexar skin where Misha is one of the giant chihuahuas? Ooh, okay. I really, I would. I listen, listen. You, you, if you want me to shill uh, the latest anomaly, just just give Rexar a, a a chihuahua Misha, and you don't need to say anything else. I don't need like a you know a backroom meeting. Or uh, money slid under the table. If I see a Chihuahua skin for Misha, wink, wink. I get it. I get it. I'm gonna start chilling. I'm gonna start chilling. Well, apparently the, the anomaly, the announcer in this season is gonna be Tombstone. Like the the Tombstone. The Tombstone. Who this is, is tombstone? the wrestler? Tombstone, the wrestler. There's a wrestler named Tombstone. Isn't he a real man? Not that I am aware of. Yeah. He uh he had the long hair and uh he was in he was a lot of those like um he was in a lot of those like stuffed dolls that kids would battle with when they were younger. Okay, apparently there was a wrestler for ECW named tombstone undertaker i'm thinking of undertaker yeah you're I'm thinking, thinking of undertaker. you're thinking of undertaker <laughs> oh, okay 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 i was about to say I, i'm like okay apparently I'm there not was a big wrestler there, man there was indeed a yeah wrestler by that name but that that's there's a also a, a monster truck grave digger you're, <laughs> <Yeah, thinking laughs> yeah. you're thinking of grave digger just keep listen this is just stuff that was going on in the background on tv when i was watching you know like Yu-Gi-Oh growing up <laughs> I was not allowed to watch wrestling growing up. So is it is it a real dude though, like a real somebody? Because our last one was a real like popular uh, lucha announcer. I I am unaware. We'll Have to find out. We'll have to find out later. I'm unaware, but I I personally I'm with Chavram. I'd like to see Stone Cold Steve Austin as an announcer in Heroes <laughs> of the Storm. That would be wonderful. Uh, the Rock, you know, would be great. Would be wonderful. well. I mean, the, yeah. Then we're just breaching into like if we can do non-Blizzard characters, who would you get just to announce the game? Uh, (laughs) Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman announcing. (laughs) That'd be so weird. It (laughs) would be weird. Edinburgh would be more fun. He's more joyous. I would like to get more like, I almost want alternate announcers, like variants of the same announcer. Like I'd love to hear like third wall breaking or self, self deprecating Garrosh or like Sylvanas okay. for that matter, like where they're just like making fun of themselves and breaking the fourth wall. And yeah, but, well, there is a bit of a skin tie in here because Malganus got a skin. He got a rework too. And it is not massive, massive, but it is a little something because we've all been doing the same Malganus build for quite a while now. And it adds some talent diversity as well as some new combos you might want to pull off. And some of them are really, really cool. Uh, health is down. Basic attack damage is down. Felclaw's damage is down, but that's because we're getting overall more healing through physical damage dealt through certain talents. Yeah, there's some rather major uh, upticks in what's happening to talents here. To balance that a bit, though, well, most of these are underpicked talents. Now. Most of them. Not all of them, but most of them. So I'm always, I'm always trepidatious with base kit nerfs because uh, so often it feels like down the road we we give a little bit of that power back well wing guard has just been dominating level one for a really long time and even when it doesn't really match the matchup it's still being taken so i'm really excited about like the vampiric aura upgrade which increases Malganus's physical damage dealt healing to him uh time to feed is getting a little more cool whereas if you use Fell claws during it, you double the healing. Yeah, they brought the, the healing down a little bit, but they doubled the healing as an additional functionality. Um yes, and, that one's really particular. Like if you auto attack, you won't get double healing. So don't knock off the buff early. But if you use a fell clause in to engage, you'll be getting that double healing. Yeah, yeah. And that one is already a bit of a sleeper. I you know I, l- I was looking at all of his uh, statistics on hot slogs when I saw that this rework was coming in. And time to feed has a pretty high win rate even though it's quite underpicked. Level fours are all getting upgraded. Every single one of them, no more duration reduction on Might of Sargeras. Really, there's like an auto attack build in here that's really cool and very unique in how you might be sort of juggling one Felclaw, then one auto attack for you, and then one Felclaw, and then one auto attack for you. That's going to be very, very particular. might not be worth the work. What I'm really excited about is Blind as a Bat is getting an upgrade that... Every hero hit by the final slash of Fell Claws reduces the ability cooldown. This works during Blind as a Bat and works after with normal fell Claws. So if you're hitting, you know, three men most of the time in this last slash, you're looking at probably like a 20 second cooldown. Then you wait the full rotation for the next Black Claw and you can get that back real fast yeah there's a lot of really interesting changes here and it's basically it's all good right there's i don't think there's a single nerf among these things not that i unless can you're think looking of, at something like re- the healing reduction on time to feed but again the additional functionality of the double healing uh with fell claws is like that's a major buff yeah or if you were just crazy about that bush style play that seemed like well, i tried it once it was weird sitting in was bushes that for your engagement. Fuel? Yeah, that's gone, and the good part of it has been baked into a, la- a later talent. I think that's all right, all all right stop looking at those for a second, Kyle. I would like you to guess the pick rate on Nightmare Fuel. Uh, ooh, uh, let's go with 5%. Lower. Oh, damn. Three? Two. Two! Two percent pick rate. Uh, yeah, get uh, that out of here. What, what do you think the win rate was? 45. 32 oh man that's for stinker and i pulled uh last three weeks of stats so it was a good chunk of games i was looking at how many games were played with that compared to another talent that i will have to pull up in real time yeah just curious because that thing just didn't seem like the the whole bush it was it's it's nice to anchor it's nice to sleep people from a stealthy position but you want the three week range i was looking at Sure. Give right. it to me. So that was... Uh, where were, Shoot, where was I looking? Uh, uh, you were looking at Nightmare, Nightmare Fuel, Fuel level 7. 52 games. Okay, uh, compared to Will of Tichondrius. 1,003 games. <laughs> 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 With a 53% win rate, by the way. All right, yeah. I mean, yeah. Will of Tichondrius is getting more interesting. It is kind of... If you don't take advantage of it, if it's a nerf. But again... That was, I believe, a 3%, right? On the old version for the final slash giant killerage. I don't have that up in front of me. What was the talent again? Uh, Will of Tichondrius. Slash steals 3% of maximum health from enemy heroes. Cool. So now as long as you hit heroes with the first two slashes of fell claws, you can build that up to a 4%. And it suns additionally. That's wild. If you hit at least four enemies on the way to the final slash, so very it, it, it's he's becoming more complicated. But I think this means he's going to have some very cool talent diversity, and I'm excited about it. I mean, to me, it's not the biggest Malganis player in the world, but it seems to me that these are the types of changes that if you have Malganis dialed in and that it's it's a a little more of a challenge, I think, in a good way, because there's a lot more power potential with a lot of these talents, the way they're going to be working now. Yeah, if you were already knew him well, you could take advantage of these new things. But if you weren't, maybe you're not as wrong in new areas. Like, like the weather, weather maybe. Uh, I was about to make the joke. I'm like, and then, but then you okay. to worry about uh, how many works at 25% more movement speed with, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, I, ooh, 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 man, I've got some real sadness to share on Malgana's front. Go ahead. Lightning Shield wakes up sleeping targets. <laughs> so if you sleep in under the effects of bonus movement speed, which you wouldn't have because movement speed doesn't stack, so you'd be under your better movement speed, whichever the two it is. But if you have a lightning shield on you and you sleep targets, you'd wake them up near immediately. So Malganis is a no, no on uh, the, the, the rainy you remember, maps. You remember how, like what a bummer it was when things like Asmodan orbs and whatnot, weren't getting XP. Yeah. But like, what was it? Hammer had an exception. Someone had an exception. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You know, of just... poisons. Poisons in particular was the big one we talked about a lot. Yeah, yeah. You know what a bummer all of that was, all of these kind of unintended uh-huh. consequences of the XP orbs. There's gonna be so many more unintended consequences. <laughs> could be. Or it could all be perfectly planned and we'll find out next week. It's, it's really it's really just it's the game wide, man. It's the game wide. Like I am all for fun. Let's just keep it pick up mode and keep it there. murky got a buff <laughs> <laughs> murky did get a buff yeah uh health on your spawn egg is going from 324 to a mimi 420 and, and the scaling is now fixed to match the four percent of most heroes yep yep so, so. better eggs and murky he's going to benefit from a little snow action because he'll have more overall health in fact i can't think of a map that murky wouldn't be better in I'm I'm nothing but meme heroes from here on out, man. You're going to see me on so much more. Nothing, but memes. nothing, nothing, but memes. Welcome to into the memes into the memes where we try and find sanity in an insane world. (laughs) All right. I think that's it, dude. I think that's the show. Uh, There's a lot to take in. And uh, next week's going to be really interesting. I agree. There if there's one absolutely one one undeniable uh, I guess I'm going to say it's a positive. There's one there's one heroes is going to become many things. It is one thing it will not be is boring. If you don't feel like playing the game, the show will be fascinating either way. Going to be a good couple episodes coming up. I can't wait to see where you fall on it, Mr. Neutral. Yeah. Um, yeah. Really... I, I, I honestly, the first time that lightning struck my brain, much like the mu- movement speed change went, Oh, Oh no. Whoa. This is too much. I'm moving fast. Everyone's moving fast. This is weird. By the end of the match, my brain was like, Oh, I'm ignoring it. Mm. This, this didn't have an effect on me. Really? Cool. Cool. Well, folks, uh, stay tuned for that. Be a big show next week. um, also, if you like our show, if you want to support us, head over to patreon.com/slash itn. That's the best way to do so. Huge thanks to our producers, Declan H, Cheesy Bob, Chris K, Mike C, and Eric C. Uh, you can catch us live Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. If you want to come join us live, hang out in the chat room, you can do so over twitch.tv/slash amovetv. Follow the show on Twitter at itncast and catch our full-length uncut vods over at youtube.com/slash amove2. you're looking for the VODs. Uh, But Kyle, you do so much more than just into the Nexus. Uh, Where can folks find you? And maybe that video you're definitely preparing. Yes, many, many videos right now happening across the web. You can find my personal YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Kyle Ferguson. Two S's and Ferguson. Everything I do can be found over at kyleferguson.com. But if you're looking for the crafted learn-to-play video experience, that is over on Heroes Hearth. YouTube.com slash Heroes Hearth. You can find my May theory crafting video, an additional theory crafting video coming up soon for May. And of course, the big, big weather rundown coming up soon on that website. Promise me you're going to do a cheesy green screen with like a a button down and a tie, but no jacket. Definitely no jacket. I thought about it, like getting the little symbols and then like the little puffed out cheeks wind like thing going on, but. You know, there's only so much time in the day, Garrett. Video's got to be made in a timely fashion. There's but, too many new things to learn in here's the Storm, so there's no time for weatherman jokes. I would have a good time with it, though. I just I just want to see you looking like an Olive Garden waiter. Wait, with an apron? Well, oh, I guess they do wear aprons, don't they? <laughs> Anytime I see, a, like, uh, uh, a tie and a shirt but no jacket, I'm just like, you look like a waiter. Yeah, I probably, uh, that's a good point. I guess they don't do jackets cause they're up and standing and stuff and the sports casters are sitting. So they're wearing jackets. I feel like it depends on the weather, man. Anyway, doesn't matter. Folks, I you- like a slick jacket, like, like a really like, not a, like not a sports caster jacket. Those are big. I want a real slick, like tightly fitting, like showing off my physique jacket. <laughs> you got, you got to dude. It's, it's, it's 2020. You should be getting, you should, you should have a modern cut uh, jacket by now. Yeah. Nice thin tie, like a red, red button down with the sleeves rolled up and, yeah Ooh, is he oh, a bartender oh, or is that, he a weatherman that's, like nobody knows that's a little much that's that's a little too far <laughs> but sure no? Kinder, why not oh okay all right a little little, little little bit a little bit also if you're shaking as a bartender full jacket pretty hard that's why I see a lot of bartenders in the in the vest yeah, no, only no, no, no jacket yet. a lot you of range of motion that. in a vest but, but not you need so those little belts little arm belts i uh, mean yeah if you're really if you're really trying to ham up the the speakeasy style go for and it and i would i would <laughs> I just got a manual espresso machine, Garrett. I'm hamming. Well, folks, if you liked that conversation then just happened, let me tell you about a show called A Week Sauce. W-E-E-K Sauce. All one word. Kyle and I do it once a month. Uh, and we, we're, we're, we're pl- we got one more in the hopper planned. It's going to happen soon. We're going to celebrate 10 years of podcasting together. We're going to have some stories for you. We don't know when it's going to happen. Scheduling is a little nutty at the moment, but it will happen before the month is out. And um, after that, we're kind of we're 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 planning to put it to bed unless we hit our next goal. We are twenty dollars away. Twenty of you go sign up at one dollar. We're we're there. We're there. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash ITN. Keep weak sauce around. Um other than that, I'm on Twitter. If you want to hear other complete insane ramblings, you can find that on uh over at Garrett Art. Everything else, the show included, is at amove.tv. Just put out a big fat angry chicken episode last night. If you're curious about the new uh, patch in Hearthstone, demon hunter got nerfed for a fourth time and uh, they're changing a bunch of stuff in battlegrounds. So go check that out. It's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of into the Nexus until next time. Good luck, have fun. And I guess bring an umbrella, everybody. Well, the fog though. Also, do you do umbrellas and. In- Snow. low lights low light shoes shoes that light up yeah uh rain boots um there we go rain reflectors boots. high visibility yeah. clothing yeah fog lights are nice i like fog lights those look good on cars y'all take care <laughs>